Well, good morning. It is Tuesday, October 26th, and a very happy National Pumpkin Day to you, Kelly Collis. Really? That's what we're doing, National Pumpkin Day? Shouldn't that be on Halloween? <laughs> it really should, you would think. But maybe the pumpkin lobby didn't want to get overshadowed by Halloween, and they were like, you know, you got to get your pumpkin on the 26th in order to have it carved in time so it doesn't rot its face off by the time Halloween comes around. Oh, okay, I like that rationale. Also, there are ways to keep your pumpkin from being unrotted. Did you know that? You could put like Vaseline on its face and dip it in bleach and all that stuff. Uh, I did not know that. I have um, recently given up buying real pumpkins. I but I have fake pumpkins <laughs> that look real. So, are they styrofoam, plastic, glass? What are your fake? Pumpkins uh, they're plastic. Of? They're plastic, but you can't tell. Although it's supposed to be very windy today, so they might need to come inside. <laughs> <laughs> Broadcasting around the Beltway and beyond, it's Tommy and Kelly made in D.C. on the Real Fun D.C. channel and on demand anytime, anywhere you get your podcasts. We got a lot to get to today, including betting on the Virginia governor race, which if you're listening to this today, get your vote in Virginia. Election day is one day from today. And those of us one week, in, one, one week, week, I'm sorry, one week, <laughs> but it feels like a day, but it also feels like a year. Uh, so those of us uh, who sit on this side of the river are like, gosh, darn it. You're lucky, Virginia, getting to vote for governors and for senators and for voting members of Congress. Don't screw it up. Get your vote in. Yes, you can do early voting and it, it's hard to believe it's one week away. Also, if you're in this side of the river, um, you know, it's election day is coming because um, the TV commercials are out of control. Seriously, <laughs> if you watch anything local, even if you don't, my God, every it, other commercial. Yeah. It's every other commercial. Are you kidding me? It's just every commercial and they all blend together. So you're like, wait, is he a monster or is he good? Or when did he, what's happening there? It just. <laughs> no. And they're also like, no, oh, I didn't say that. Right. Completely contradictory. <laughs> this person is the worst person ever. I'm the greatest person ever. Except when I'm the worst. What? I, I... <sighs> it's exhausting. It is exhausting. And then also I, I do love that. Like, all elections are important and you should vote and learn about every single candidate and make an informed choice about what is best for you and what you think is best for the direction of the Commonwealth and a country. Yes. But also I love how there's like the governor race and there's like all the ads and also like Lieutenant governor has all of them. And then every once in a while, someone's like, hi, I'm running for delegate. I'm over here too. <laughs> so I just appreciate that. Like those people have been raising money and they're trying to get like their name out there in like a crowded universe of, Two grown ass men screaming at each other for the last six to seven months. Yeah, I know. What a mess. Anyways, I, that's not, that, that was not on our show plan to talk about today, but you know, here we are. Exactly. You're one week away from getting a chance to vote, but that um, chance to place a bet on voting, we're going to talk to the guy who has a um, startup that's trying to harness the passion of elections and turn it into a way to support charities that we can all come together on. I can tell you're skeptical, Kelly. We'll we'll talk about that in just a few minutes. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Um, actually, I'm having some technical difficulties over here, so I'm just Perfect. working through that too. Um, but yeah, we can we can get started with uh, Katie Kirk. 
because she's Always coming to town. Always love talk about Katie Couric. Yes. So she's coming to town uh, to promote her book. We know all about the book. She's been doing a bunch of national uh, sit-downs with her. Um, she did something with Savannah. And, of course, that's her old stomping ground. Today show got the exclusive. Uh, she's opening up about her relationship with Matt Lauer. All the things. So she's coming to the Anthem on Saturday night. She will be um, here in town. And, of course, we need to remember that she got her start in dc right True she story. was she worked for the nbc family here at the local um nbc for uh wrc uh family so she opens up about check like them out they're pretty great yeah i know tommy i if you don't know already tommy has a little side hustle there <laughs> dang hashtag working for you um and so i don't um Tommy, if you want to pull up the article, because I'm having um, some issues over on my end. Yeah. So she talks about um, some of her uh, past colleagues who, um, you know, have big names in the D.C. area. And she describes them in interesting ways. Now, some of these are from before my time, like Susan Kidd. Uh, but she is described as a ballsy anchor with an Angela Davis vibe. Who is Susan Kidd, Kel? Um, she, I mean, she was uh, an anchor. I can't remember what you know, four, five, six. I mean, you guys are have like three different like shifts. She was in one of the shifts in the evening. Um, and, and, um, but she, but she does talk about people that we like are still on the air. Our beloved, our girl, Wendy Rieger. Yes. Yes. A leggy looker at WRC and my complete opposite. I would say that is true. Katie Kirk and Wendy Rieger are exactly the opposites. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, we love Wendy, but like, like she makes it sound that Wendy's like a little bit of a, I mean, she is a little bit of a, she's a lot of fun. So what yes. Katie's not, Katie's not fun. She's just like uh, cute and adorable. I think so. I, I think Wendy is different than Katie okay. <laughs> on every possible way. And I would love great because I am team Wendy. Next time we uh, talk with Wendy, we'll have to ask her how she feels about that. <laughs> totally. Totally. Um, she also talks about Barbara Harrison. Who, um, of course, has since retired, but you know, she's still you you were on the air with her uh, mm -hmm. a couple times, Tommy, I mean, more than a she's, couple times. Yeah, she's the reason that I'm, you know, uh, that I'm I'm there. She she was very um very influential in my beginnings at NBC Four, and I just I love Barbara Harrison with all my heart. She's an incredible human. Well, she describes her as warm, impeccably dressed, morning anchor, and the first time she ever saw Bulgari jewelry in the wild. <laughs> I, I gotta say same on that one i think katie kirk and i have the same <laughs> feeling <laughs> there have been um, times i'm sitting at the desk i looked down at barbara's wrist and her, her rings and i was like "Woo, girl all right <laughs> she owns for it for sure good for you um and then long before she became uh she talks about steve ducey who of course is the morning anchor on fox news now but he was at wrc many many years ago i like barely remember as a kid seeing him on tv um but he was a funny guy and actually was the mc at her wedding reception look at that i'm not i think it was the first wedding hmm. to jay yeah um i just yeah i totally must yeah, have been yeah um i just love that she's opening up about um her times here in dc and then weird she has a um uh, you know doing a little sit down at the anthem there too. it is also, Washingtonian, so, slow clap for them because they scoured a hundred and whatever pages of Katie Couric's book to find the Washington angle. Nice job. <laughs> well done. That, or I do love the Washingtonian. I'm trying to knock the reporting. Or they got some sort of like press release from <laughs> Katie yes. Couric's publicist. That because you know how like 
America has got talent or like the voice or American or, um, idol. Mm hmm. American Isle, they'll like pitch the local, like, hey, we have a local person that's trying out. Ah, uh, that could also very well be too. <laughs> I mean, we used to get that in radio, right? Like, mm -hmm. someone from DC is on national TV. That's how we found Aaron Willett, right? That's very true. Katie Couric talked about someone local. <laughs> Here's the press release. <laughs> well, then sure kudos she... to that press person who read the entire book and was like, I can send this to the Washingtonian. Nice work. You never know. And that's how the sausage is made, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> yes. Yes down that uh, rabbit hole um this is kind of cool popville uh found a really interesting halloween decoration that that just that just really speaks to the soul of what's going on in up northwest yeah so they did uh halloween decorations where they did the grave markers which are always like you know we've got a couple in our neighborhood um but they did it basically all the businesses that are now shut in friendship heights <laughs> <laughs> and when you see them all kind of put together it's kind of striking mm -hmm. um because of course the whole maza galleria so that took out like amc theaters neiman marcus um the men's sack store i mean that did a pretty good sweep um uh, the william sonoma that little um, chocolate shop in the basement that was surprisingly wonderful if you ever went in there i went to high school with the parents that they the, the, with the kid that owned that place oh. cron, next, cron chocolate yeah at the next reunion tell them i miss them okay <laughs> okay i will um, and just 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 saying not being bougie or anything but the sax men's store has been relegated to the women's sax down the street in like the former bank building and it's a small section i'm just saying i know but but to be fair like that's where it used to be before it moved over to Mazda Gallery. That was okay. the only Saxon. Anyways, they'll figure it out. I I I trust that Sax will make it work. <laughs> um, the Giant is now closed there, which is now an Amazon Fresh. Oh, that's right. Okay, yeah. I was thinking of the Giant in Cathedral Commons. I was like, uh, that's a brand new Giant, folks. But no. that no, the one over. That's right, the one over right. there. Mm -hmm. And then Chatter, that used to be Chadwick's, right there, Wisconsin. Yeah closed and oh, in fact i Adwicks. i was in bethesda the other day and i did drive through and i was like oh my gosh but i mean it's just so sad what it's become um yep. lord and taylor mm -hmm. closed um i'm not sure if they have all of these because we're showing them on our facebook feed our live feed here yeah. um but h&m is closed oh uh, world Ampli market oh my gosh my world market apartment was furnished by world market tommy yep. who was straight off the boat from scranton was like this market has the whole world in it <laughs> i bought so much <laughs> stuff from there yeah yeah that whole that whole uh, range remember range yes i do remember range the restaurant that i was up there i mean it used to be a metropolis of shopping and dining experiences but totally that kale salad was wonderful uh lord and taylor of course is closed too also I mean, um way to go buoy mongers they're just like hanging in there being like <laughs> You know what? We'll survive anything. We're not going anywhere, y'all. The, yeah, they're kind of the OG of Friendship Heights. Mm -hmm. There was that TJ Maxx, too, that felt like you were going down into the metro. It's still open. Oh, my goodness. It's my Yeah, goodness. it's still open, and the Michaels is still open there. It's kind of like my stomping ground. Do you know if the Cozy is still open over there in Friendship Heights? I'm trying to think where the Cozy was. It was right next to the TJ Maxx by, by TJ Maxx and Bowie Mongers. I don't think so. Okay, so I, I because I think that. cozy in general that brand has gone out of business. Ah, got it. There's yeah. not a tombstone for Mix 107.3. <laughs> well, I think I'm I'm guessing that she picked things that had um, relevant times during. Yeah, yeah. 
I guess Mix 107.3 closed down before the pandemic. Yes. I don't know. RIP, but you're right. Yeah. But that, um, so that, that cozy, um, allegedly when I worked in that neighborhood, that cozy allegedly had some, uh, people getting food poisoning. So then it became called the grossy cozy and then it never recovered. <laughs> the grossy cozy. I like that. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, there's like the social safe way, like the secret safe way and like the Soviet safe way. Well, that we had the grossy cozy in friendship. <laughs> mm. Delicious. Way to go, people being creative. That is like, that's everything. It's like local commentary. It's hilarious. It's artistic. Well done, Popville. Way yes, and it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a house in Friendship Heights, so I don't know how they feel about that because I don't know how that's affecting their um, housing prices there, but yeah. Oh, yeah, I guess that is more social commentary because if you had a Lord <laughs> and Taylor and now you don't, I'm sure your property value is just plummeting. <laughs> I don't know if the Lord Taylor was the one that did it, but yes. <laughs> The, uh, the real estate person who comes in and says how much your house is worth. The appraiser was like, things were going well, but then men's sacks moved out. So now I'm sorry. <laughs> Going to get rid of the resale value. <sighs> I also wonder if that little lottery stand um, by the Metro entrance is still, is still rocking. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Oh, back in the day of Friendship Heights. I know, I know. It will be fine. Like it, they've already said that the building that had Neiman Marcus in it, Mazda Galleria, um, is now under, you know, been bought, and there's going to be mixed use retail and living housing situation. But it's going to be a couple of years. Ah, uh, perfect. Yeah, I've always wanted to live in the uh, perfume department of Neiman Marcus. <sighs> For some joke. people, it's very. It was I know. a joke. It's not going to be a perfume department. It's, it's a joke. Sorry. I know. Okay. Uh, downtown where things are just bustling, uh, 17th street, the high heel races are back tonight. I just want to put that on everyone's radar. Um, this is where a bunch of drag performers have been training to sprint down 17th street in a couple heats of races, but also there's a parade. It's a very festive community gathering. A couple years ago, the mayor's office took it over and it's part of their LGBTQ, um, initiatives office. And so that's happening at 6.30. The parade steps off. And then 9 o'clock are the actual races. So um, if you're not doing anything, make your way on down. Also, our chief meteorologist, Kelly Collis, pointed something out, too, which is going to be um, it's going to add a level of difficulty to tonight's competition. Yeah, like this crazy windstorm is coming through this afternoon. So, um, you know, luckily, I don't think it's going to have rain in it. No. So we don't want anyone to slip and fall. But there is going to be some some wind it's like mother nature son of beyonce fan <laughs> it's gonna be great mm -hmm. i can't wait it's to gonna be great i'm gonna be there for all the actions so i can't wait to see it all happen live <laughs> follow me on ig mr tommy mcfly i'll be posting up there and also um, i'll be on tv this afternoon hoping to someday make it into katie Couric's next version of her book did you scan it and look for you no i didn't scan it and look for me okay. we we've, we've met twice <laughs> no okay. i'm not in her book <laughs> okay. okay she had more important things like matt lauer to talk about it was not a me <laughs> situation true. yeah and passing over her husband and jane Polly and all those things deborah norville that whole chapter yeah. i really yeah. thought that there was another um that she had done a, a memoir already but i guess not no mm. speaking of races got the high heel races in dc got the governor races in virginia if you can give me some comments or emails to how those two are similar i'd love to hear them 
but until then, um, they are actually, there's a, a nonprofit startup that's trying to find ways to harness people's passion for politics. And um, Rob Shabani, who runs the Sparrow Foundation uh, and the company Sparrow, which also, it's an e-commerce site that lets you um, like round up purchases and that sort of thing to donate to charity. They work with businesses to like help be philanthropic. They've also created a game called Vote for Good in which you can go online and vote for the candidate you want via a donation. So Rob told me all about it. Check it out. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, I walk outside, I see signs for McAuliffe, I see signs for Youngkin, and I'm thinking, wow, there's a lot of passion. So Tommy, what I thought was, why don't we leverage this passion instead of division to unite us? And why, what better way to unite than around philanthropy, better around charity? Vote for Good, a game where you pick the candidate you believe will win the election and make a charitable donation. Then, of the people who pick the winner, Vote for Good randomly selects one to decide where the whole pot goes. Think about the joy of being able to give to the Northern Virginia Food Bank or being able to give to a local school somewhere in Virginia that may need those resources. Do you see this evolving into a place where people can learn about the candidates? Absolutely. We're, part, we're gonna be partnering with a local company here actually called Electo. There they can maybe find out a little more about the voting record of a candidate. At the same time, be able to you know, donate 10, 20, $30 into the pot. At what point do you think the campaigns are gonna be like, hey, this is great, we're saving the world and all, but you're taking money away from us running TV ads. I will point them to history and the stump speech. Politicians usually stand on a stump mm -hmm. and make a speech. You know, my argument to those who say you're taking money away is no, we're not. We're actually helping make this a better world. And yes, obviously one has to be realistic. And yes, candidates need to be able to raise money and, and there's nothing wrong with that. It's just that we also want to be able to create an environment where that passion also translates into something good. Cal, what do you think? I'm always a little skeptical of, of things like this. <laughs> just, just put it like that. Like, like how they might bring people together? Yeah. And also, like, if you want to give to a charity, just give to the charity that you want to give to but, and gamifying politics. But I, I believe his intentions are good. I not it wouldn't be for me. Yeah, I I would be interested to see how, how it works out. So he told me um, that. So I always like to ask a question about charities. So the Sparrow Foundation is a 501c3. It's 100 percent tax deductible donation that everyone who donates will get a receipt, like all that stuff. And then the whole pot gets donated by Sparrow to like World Central Kitchen or whatever the like winning charity is. I do think there is that like question of, yeah, who's going to be like, oh, I love this candidate so much. Let me give $10 to the World Central Kitchen or whatever. But mm -hmm. I, I, I get, I'm with you. Like I see like the intentions being, being good too. He said that already over $10,000 in the pot. So that's cool. It's good. Yeah. Yeah, I think, um, uh, and then they're also running a similar one with the Virginia, with the uh, New Jersey governor's race and the New York mayoral race too. It's like a test, 
it's like a test pilot this year to see um, how it could be rolled out maybe for the midterms or beyond. Hmm. That would be interesting to see how that works out. People hopefully try they're vetting the complex stuff. Hopefully they're vetting all these charities because there's some pretty shady ones out there. Yeah. So that's, that's something too, that they're partnered with GuideStar um, on like selecting the charity. So GuideStar is the organization that rates charities and does all their due diligence, like looking through their financials and everything. So that I was a good, as a question I asked too, Kelly. Well, see, look, I learned it from you. Look at us being so in sync. <laughs> um, some things to be aware of. Uh, Metro is still a mess, but you can get a free bike ride. So that's great. Uh, bike Share, Capital Bike Share and Lyft, they're owned by the same company. They are offering up um, free bike, free e-bike or three free bike share um, memberships for people to, to get through the Metro being awful crisis. Or they've got a drastically reduced rate on the e-bikes. So uh, according to DCS, more than 950 people signed up for this program within hours of uh, it being announced yesterday at 6 a.m. I so appreciate them doing that. And that's awesome. People are doing bikes, less cars on the road, whatever. But come on, can we talk about how companies now are like finding ways? It's, that's awesome. Good. I'm mm -hmm. all for it. But are basically cleaning up Wilmot's mess. Yes. And it's a big mess. And they they say it might go into November. I mean, there's not a clear end in sight. And Metro, yeah, Metro is going to make some more announcements later on today, on Tuesday, the 26th. Um, but also, if you're like a capital bike share person, you're like, great. Now a thousand more people are grabbing all the bikes that I used to use to get to work. <laughs> That's true. That's so. true. Although they're pretty good about, you know, adding more bikes or adding more stations. Yes. But I feel like a thousand more is going to be a little <laughs> much on the process. <laughs> That that was in the first hour since DC has published its article. Who knows how many more people like got got involved? Um, also, if you plan to have a great Halloween, if you plan to go out and celebrate and imbibe. If you are a boozer, I waited all show to say that. Uh, once again, the Washington Regional Alcohol Program is partnering up with Lyft uh, for um, free rides Saturday uh, the thirtieth at ten p.m. through Sunday the thirty-first at four a.m. But you can get a um, $15 credit to and from D.C. Uh, to Loudoun, Fairfax, Prince William, Montgomery, wow. Prince George's, Arlington counties. Wow. Let's yeah. go. Yeah. $15. People. I'm not sure if you've used Lyft recently. It's not going to get you very far, but it's yeah. it's a discount. So it's please, a discount. Yes. please um, ride responsibly. Have a DD. I would say take Metro, but maybe try, <laughs> you can do that. Probably don't drive the e-bike, e-share situation if you've been drinking and definitely don't do a scooter, but just make a plan to get home safely if you are a boozer this weekend. I will tell you on uh, Saturday night, I will be <laughs> not anywhere <laughs> because <laughs> my days of uh, hitting the streets in my Halloween costume are long gone. You can be a boozer at home if you'd like, Kelly. A thousand percent. And my Halloween costume is stuck on the, the uh, I'm part of the supply chain issue. Oh, no. <laughs> it's probably still, hopefully it's not in the the uh, ship that, that caught on fire and those um, containers fell into the water. Oh, yeah. I heard about and that I, one. Yeah. So I'm definitely not getting it at that one. But my costume hasn't arrived and I don't know where it is. Sorry, Cal. You got a couple days left. It could happen. Your big reveal's on Friday, right? Yeah. Well, We'll let you know. Otherwise, I'm going through the costume box of wigs and sunglasses and hats and, and try to come up with something. We could always be David and Alexis again. If we have to. That's that's true from last year. 
Yeah. Speaking of, you can catch that show or many others. My goodness, there are basically countless hours of us just yapping. Yeah. I can't imagine why you wouldn't want to listen. Including Wendy Rieger's interview That's about right. her. Uh, well, there's a couple of interviews. We have we have her interview with her talking about her um, open heart surgery mm -hmm. and uh, also her her, her, um, her brain tumor. That's right. So she's and you listen to those that will just inspire you to get out and do something. Yep. And hashtag chasing life. And if you go back yes. to the beginning of our when our show started, she was our first, she was our second guest on our second show, and she talked about the term big smoke which is just beyond <laughs> excellent. And also she explained what um, all hat, no cattle means. <laughs> <laughs> Wendy Rieger, the leggy looker from WRC, who is the exact opposite of Katie Couric. Yes, so good. We'll see you next time.